Kedushin Dav Samaches. We're starting from uh, eight lines down. So what are we talking about? We're talking about how do we know Kedushin is not Chal on an Erva, on, on, uh, on a relative. So the Yisoyed is that since it's a Chayv Krisos, so the Kedushin is not Chal. But what was the source for that? So yesterday we came out that uh, the Pasuk says, After divorce. But we said maybe that's only going on Achosisha. And after all the Mar was said and done, you said Mar said, yeah, maybe it is only going on Achosisha. But all the other Arayas, you can make a Hekish that can be compared to Achosisha because the Pasuk summarizes all of them together. The one exception to the rule is Nida. So now the Gemara gives us a different approach. You can make it just through a Kavachomer from the case of Yivama. Remember, what's Yivama? She's falling to Yibam. What does the Torah say? That she shouldn't marry somebody else before doing Yibam or receiving Chalitza. And the Torah words that as a laugh. And the halacha is the Gemara is assuming that there's no Tvisus Kedushin. Why? Because it says, With it cannot be. It cannot exist. So ma yivamashivalav, even though there it's only in its her lav when she goes to marry somebody else. Lo tasba kedusha, and still the language of the Torah suggests there's no tzvi kedusha. Lo siya liyazar means lo teva vayazar chavimisus lo chavikrisus lo kol shekain. So all the more so chavimisus and chavikrisus, they should be liable, and um, which have a greater liability. Certainly, there shouldn't be tzvi kedusha. So that's the Gemara, the obvious question. If you're learning from a Chayvi Lavin, the general rule that Chayvi Krisus don't have to use Kedushin, then Shara Chayvi Lavin Ami. Why are you saying that it's only limited to relatives? Why don't you say, I see Chayvi Lavin don't have to use Kedushin, like Yivam Lashok, and therefore all Chayvi Lavin shouldn't have to use Kedushin. Says the, why are you saying only Chayvi Krisus? Says the Gemara, Amar Papa Chayvi Lavin The problem is, is that we have a conflicting drasha that tells us that generally Chayvi Lavin do have to use Kedushin, even though Hashem says don't do it, but after the fact it is take, does take effect. What's our source? Says in the pasuk, there's a scenario: a person is married to two wives. He loves one, then he despises one. Remember, they each have children, and the, the idea is you got to give the bachar the pishnayim, even if it's the kid that, from the mother that you don't like. So the problem is, what does it mean that one is loved and one is hated? It sounds like it's not just he arbitrarily doesn't like one. It sounds like she is hated, like her identity. But what does Hashem hate anybody? What does that mean? She's the hated one. You think Hashem likes one more than the other? What it means is that the, in regards to her marriage, the hated one means that in respect to her marriage, it's one that was usher. In other words, one wife was usher to the guy. And yet still it took effect and the Torah is saying his child should get it. But the Torah is still describing that a person has two wives. So we see a scenario from the Torah where a person has a forbidden wife and the Torah is still describing it as Kisiana, that he has that wife. He's married to her. So we see Chavi Lavin must have Jesus Kedushin. So what's going on? It must be Yavama as an anomaly. The din of Yavama Lashok is an anomaly here for some reason. Again, we can't overthink it. It's Xeris Akasav that Yavama Lashok doesn't have Jesus Kedushin. But what can we say? If I see that there is a lav out there which doesn't have Tzvizu's Kedushin, then even though that's, it is an anomaly, other Chayvi Lavin do have Tzvizu's Kedushin, but I could assume that other Chayvi Krisos certainly don't have Tzvizu's Kedushin. That, that's a valid sort of argument. Says the Gemara, this is all in the opinion of Rabbanon. Rabbi Akiva, Damar in Kedushin Tov Sema Chayvi Lavin. According to Rabbi Akiva, he says that even on all Chayvi Lavin, there's no Tzvizu's Kedushin. Kisiana by my Mokim. What does he do with that drasha of Kisiana? So it's very interesting. How does the Gemara know that there is such an opinion of Rabbi Akiva? So Taisus quoted this yesterday. Where is this Rabbi Akiva that in Kedushin Tov Sema Chayvi Lavin? The answer is, it comes from a sugi in Yavamas, in the sugi of what makes a Mamzer. Rabbi Akiva darshins that the Pasuk right next to the Yavu Mamzer Bekal Hashem is is referring to a nusas aviv, a woman that his father raped, which is only a lav. It's not an erva. The father was never married to her. And the Torah is saying, even from that, the next pasuk, would make a mamzer. So Rabbi Akiva says, there's mamzer mechavi lavin. 
And the Svara says, this is what Taisus brought out yesterday, it's a Svara that anything, any union that produces a Mamzer wouldn't have to be Kedushin. That's the, 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 the premise that the Gemara has. So Rabbi Akiva, Masol, and Kedushin, Taisim, Chavi, Laban. So what does he do with the Pasuk Kisiana, which implies differently that there's a Snuel of Neamakum, a Snuel of Nisuel, until the Torah is saying Kisiana? Says the Gemara, I'm one of a coin gadol. We talk about a case where a widow married a coin gadol. Rav Simai, Rav Simai, Tatani, Rav Simai, I'm not calling you. Rabbi Kiva, Mamzer. Rabbi Kiva normally makes all chavi lavin into Mamzerim. Chutz me almana lekoin gadol. That's one exception. Even Rabbi Kiva can see almana lekoin gadol. Not why? Sharei Amar Torah lo yechala. When it speaks about the coin gadol and the issur of to marry a widow, it says you shouldn't be mechala. Mechala means don't. Make his children into halalim. So it sounds like the only ramification here is that the kids would be chilulim. Chilulim also, they wouldn't be kohen. You know, it's mamzeris, but mamzeris you don't encounter. So what's the pshat? You see, that's an, it's an exception to the rule that a widow to a kohen gadol, there's no mamzeris. So the pasuk of the snuah, the snuah where she's still married, even though it was aser, can, can, be, can be applied, even like Rabbi Akiva, to an amana kohen gadol. Says the Gemara, that's all good if you hold like Rabbi Shimai. Who Rabbi Shev of the Alma? Rabbi Shev had a different version of Rabbi Akiva. He said, Bovin and Tzavach Akiva ben Yosef. Let's come and try to protest against Akiva ben Yosef. Shai Omer, what did Akiva ben Yosef used to say? Kol she'in lobiya be Yisrael of Vlad Mamzer. Any Jewish man who's not mother to have to have deal with a Jewish girl, the Vlad is a Mamzer, meaning an all inclusive statement, any time. So it seems to be saying that in any case, it will be any case where the Vios Aser will make a Mamzer. So we're never going to have a forbidden a forbidden relationship where still after the fact it is Chal. So it says the Gemara, but even within Rabbi Yeshevav, there is, there is some complexity. Maybe you could say Rabbi Simai didn't mean every single Israel. He just meant to, meet, to say Rabbi Simai was wrong. Rabbi Simai said that Amana Kangal is an exception. Rabbi Yeshevav says it is not. So then Shafir, then we can say it is good. Why? Because he's not coming to say... He's not coming to say every Israel. He's just coming to say Amana Kangal as well. But let's say, Rashi explains, let's say I had a Chayve essay. Which is, let's say, like Mitzri. Um, Mitzri convert, the Torah says, Darshli Shivavam the third generation can marry. So it's Mashma, there's an inference, only the third generation, not the second generation, or the first generation. So that's what's called, what's that? That's a Chayve Essay, it's not even a lot. So then you could say, Rabbi Akiva would agree that Chayve Essay don't make Mamzerim. And the Pasuk of Kisiena by Achas Avu of Achas Nuah could be applied to Rabbi Akiva Shita for Chayve Essay. That would be very good. I, he, I, I, the statement that, that Rabbi Sheva said was any time of the Bia's also it's a mamzer. No, he didn't mean a chave essay. He just meant to exclude from Rabbi Simai that I'm one of the Kohen Gadol. But if you tell me, like Tami Nafshik Amar Stam, he's speaking in a vacuum and he's saying any single Bia that's also makes one zero, I feel a chave essay, even a chave essay, but my Mokum law. So what are we going to explain with the Pasuk? What is the scenario where Rabbi Akiva will agree that there is Tfisa's Kedushin if the Bia is also? Says the Gemara, there is certainly one case where Rabbi Akiva agrees. What's the case? The Isser for Kohen Gadol to marry a Be'ula. That Isser, which is an Isser essay, because the Torah says, Besula kim Besula ba'ama v'ikachisha. That Isser is something that Kedushin will take effect on. Says the Gemara, how do we know? Meaning like, we're saying that the Mitzri Shani makes Mamzeris, because Rabbi Kiva has a rule, anytime it's an Isser Nabiya, makes Mamzeris, and therefore it's no Tisus Kedushin. So it just sounds like they're, they're equal, right? They're equal Isser in both Chavei essays. So what makes us what makes us draw the distinction, draw the line, and say no, that Bu'ul Kangadol will not have, will have to use condition. It says, the Marmashim Davili, Essay Shein Shavabakol, because the scope of the Isser doesn't apply to everybody. Since it only applies to Kangadol, it's much less severe than all the other things. So therefore, even if it's, if it's done, Rabbi Kiva agrees that there, there would be to condition. So it comes out that there's one case in the Torah, everybody agrees that even though it's also a Tfisa Kedushin, that's Bu'ul Kangadol. More than that, in Rabbi Kiva's opinion, is up to debate. Maybe other Chavis say, maybe yes, maybe not. Maybe Amon Kangadol, maybe yes, maybe not. That's all within the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. Then the Rabbana, 
Avon, Chayvei Avon generally have Tzvisa's Kedushin, with the exception of Yavam Lashok. And they, what we were expounding was, if, just to get back to our main overall point, if Yavam Lashok doesn't have Tzvisa's Kedushin, so Chayvei Krisa shouldn't have Tzvisa's Kedushin. So now the Gemara gets back to Rabbanon. Rabbanon, we're saying, he's talking about Chayvei Lavin, and we learn from there, general rule, Chayvei Lavin have Tzvisa's Kedushin, Nukma Chayvei Ase, how did Rabbanon know to do that? Maybe, the Torah is just talking about a chavi eset, meaning chavi eset are less severe than chavi lavin, right? Because there's no, it's not a los eset. You don't get lashes and stuff like that. So then, maybe the case of snua benisuah was talking about a chavi How did the rabbanon have the right to extrapolate a bigger rule that chavi lavin all have tzitzis kedushin? And remember, we have yivamel shuk on record that doesn't have tzitzis kedushin. So we, 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 it's almost like we need to prove from a pasuk that the rule is to the contrary. So how do you prove it from the pasuk? Oh, maybe that pasuk is talking about chavi Says the Gemara, well, what would the case be of Chavayasa? Each name, Mitzvah, if both wives are, are Egyptian converts, name Mitzvah, then they're both Snuel, who's the one that he loves. And if you tell me one was a Mitzvah and one was a Jewish girl, it's much more than the Pazak that they're from the same nation. Why? Because since it says two wives, it's mashman that they're from the same nation. Very interesting nashim. It's mashma, this two, that they're really similar, just one's also and one's not. But not that they'd be different people. If the case would be one was a mitzvah and one was a Jewish one, then they would, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be nashim. Interesting diak. If you're going to tell me that it's coin, does the Torah say we're talking about a coin? So therefore, the Rabbanon basically say back, I don't want to say we're only talking about a bully or to a Kohen Gadol because it's not the same Kohen. I don't want to say we're only talking about a Mitzri because it's, it's mashma that they're, that they're both in the same nation. So the Pasha Pshat, therefore, doesn't, doesn't go by the cases of the Chavi essay. And therefore, we say it's talking about the Chavi Lavan, Chavi Lavan, or Tzitzit Kedushin. I, Rabbi Akiva, right? Rabbi Akiva did say it was talking either about the Mitzri or the Bula. Says the Mitzri. You're right. It's difficult, and you have to say you have to say you have to say that that even though it's forced, that's what it's talking about. And sometimes you have to do that because, you know, again, Rabbi Akiva walks in with certain assumptions that, that he knows that Chavi Lavin don't have Tzitzis Kedushin, so he can't say that it's just going on the general rule that the Rabbanon say. So therefore, he's forced to make a forced shot to make a forced shot inside of the inside of the pasuk. All right, so it comes out. Maybe only Now we go back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah said that what happens, not if it's an Arafah, which she doesn't have to use condition to this person, which she has to use condition to other people. That's where it makes some serious. But what if she doesn't have to use condition to anyone? What's an example? A Shivchar or a non Jewish girl. In those cases, what do we say? A child is like her, meaning it's not a Mamzer, not a Mamzer. It's just rather a guy or it's a slave. How do we know that there's no Chalitz Kedushin on a Canaanite on a slave woman? Right? How do we know? And you think about it, they're kind of Jewish, right? It's interesting. They've converted someone. How do we know? It says, right, by the Eliezer, you stay back with the donkey. You're like the people compared to the donkey. Just as animals don't have Kedushin, so too the slaves don't have Kedushin. There's no Kedushin. How do I know that the, that the child is a slave? So the question is, in what way, and Rashi, just, just to see, I mean, Taisa speaks about this, exactly what was the nafkamina that the Gemara was looking to. But just to give one example, would be like, let's say it's a Yibam scenario. Like, does he have the Yichas to the biological father? You know, like something like that. So we're saying that really, no, there's no Yichas. If a person sleeps with a, with a, with a Kanani slave woman, there's no Yichas to that kid. How do we know that? Where do we see that? The Pasuk says that the woman and her children should belong to the master. So what we're saying here, 
is that all the children automatically get the legal status of the mother. Just to know what the context is. The context is, well, Evidivri has a special hatter to marry Shifcha Kedan. It's a fascinating hatter. Evidivri is Taka, a regular Jew. But while he's in Evidivri, he has a hatter that he's allowed to marry Shifcha Kedan. A master gives him, gives him this Shifcha to live with. And what, what does the Torah say? Why does the, what's in it for the master? That the kids go to him. So what do I see? That the kids are not going to be the Evidivri's kids. He's going to have no yichas to them. It's going to just be, they're going to be slaves. They're going to be misachas after their father. What is the source that there's no chalais kedushin with a guy? Amar Kraus, we start with a very basic. The Pasuk says, Lotzis Chatinbam. Pasuk can say for Dvar, don't have marriage with them. So Rashi learns the Pshad that this Chatin means that there cannot be like a, a kedushin. It's not just saying don't sleep with them, it's saying that there cannot be the Lushin here is Mashma, that it cannot happen. Rashi says, second Rashi, Lotzis Toras Chitun. Says the Kamara Ashkon Tasu Kedushin. That's all right, there's no Tisus Kedushin. How do I know that the child is not Misyachis after the father? In other words, how do I know that the kid, it's not, right, if it would be Mesach, supposed to the father, so what, maybe it would be like some sort of mamzeris going on. But instead we say it's just a, 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 a guy left in the mother. How do we know that? Um, the Pasuk says, So just to understand the context here in the Pasuk, it's funny, it's important to understand. The Pasuk is saying that we don't want a Jewish, don't marry your Jewish son off to a non-Jewish girl. And what does the Pasuk say? Because he's going, um, I'm sorry, don't, yeah, yeah, so bincha bami Yisrael is kar bincha. So I'm sorry, I, I started off wrong. The context of the pasuk is if you have a Jewish girl, um, Torah is talking about both. If you have if you have a Jewish girl, she shouldn't be married off to a non-Jewish son-in-law, and if you have a Jewish boy, don't marry off to a non to, to a non-Jewish daughter-in-law. In both cases, the Torah warns about it. But what does the Torah say in the contrast? Again, you could have a son, or you could have a daughter. If you have a son, don't marry don't marry him off to a non-Jewish girl. If you have a, if you have a daughter, don't marry her off to a non-Jewish boy. But how does the Torah explain what the problem is? So the Pasik says, Ki has been We're scared that the a non-Jewish boy will turn your son away from from me and they will they will serve will they'll serve Avodazar. So we dash in his files. If it's a grandson that you might have from your Jewish daughter, from a non and a non-Jewish son-in-law, that would be your son. And then that's what we're concerned about. That that your non-Jewish son-in-law will get your Jewish grandchildren to do Avodazar. But we can infer that the Torah, that again, that's your daughter's child, and the Torah is calling it your son. We're scared that your non-Jewish son-in-law will turn your Jewish grandchild away to Avodazar. So that means your daughter is marrying a Goyish son-in-law. They're going to have a kid that's a Jewish grandson, but we're scared that he's going to be influenced by the surroundings. So we can infer that the Torah specifically spoke about it that way, by your daughter marrying the guy. But the other way around, where was your son marrying a non-Jewish girl? The Torah doesn't say it will turn the grandson away. So we, so, so we can infer, you know why? Because it wouldn't be a Jewish grandson. There we're not concerned for the grandkids. We're only concerned, Stam, that it's going to be a bad influence on your son. So that's why the Torah there doesn't refer to the grandchildren. And the Gemara just clarifies but the, what we're taking out. Your daughter's son who comes from a guy your father would still be called your son. Very good. Says the Gemara, So now we get to a big question. So now what's if a guy sleeps with a Jewish girl? If a guy sleeps with a Jewish girl, we're saying it's a Jewish grandchild. So once we're saying it's a Jewish grandchild, unlike when what? When a Jewish guy sleeps with a non-Jewish girl, the kid is a guy. But when a Jewish girl sleeps with a, with a guy, what's the din, the status of the grandchild? It's a Jew. So what type of Jew is it? Pashas, it's a mamzer. If it would be a guy, okay, then it wouldn't be a mamzer and he could convert and marry anybody. But once we're saying it's not a guy, a Jewish girl to a non-Jewish boy, so the kid's going to be a Jew, so pashas, it should be a mamzer. In other words, there should be a bad stain, a taint, 
There's something tainted from the relationship. The mother married a guy. So it's Mesiaches, the kid is a Jew. Papashas, it's a mamzer. There's nothing here that shows you it's a mamzer. Yes, I agree. It shouldn't be totally kosher. His father's a guy. A mamzer, he's not a mamzer either. Puzzle, Mikre. He's just someone who's puzzle. Meaning he can't marry a Kohen because his, his, mother, his Jewish mother married a guy. But that's not necessarily Muchach that it's mamzerus. Perhaps mamzerus only comes from like Isra Korva and Isra Erva. So it's a very interesting thing. Like we're learning over here, big Yisraelis, just to understand what's flying over here. Certainly there's an Isra Erva, Isra Arayas, like Isra Krisos, don't have Tavisa Kedushin, and there's, there's Mamzer as well. But there's other things that don't have Tavisa Kedushin, and they sleep with one another, and it doesn't make Mamzeris. We're saying, let's say a guy sleeps with a non-Jewish girl. So we're saying there's no Tavisa Kedushin, but still the kid's not a Mamzer. It's fascinating. It's fascinating that Gemara has that, has that point. So it's an interesting point to think about. When it's a general thing that there can't be Tavisa's Kedushin here, it seems that that makes it in a way more lenient. There's no Mamzeris. When it was specified, you can't be with you, so then that's a forbidden union as a relative. That does, we do say, make Mamzeris, and that means there's no Tavisa's Kedushin. Now, the Gemara has a problem. That Pasuk was Chatin Bam, which we've been assuming is the Pasuk. That, that there can't be Tavisa's Kedushin with a guy. The problem is, that Pasuk is only written by the seven nations of the world, by the seven nations of Canaan. How do we know that it, that it applies to all the nations, right? And it's, it's tough to make a Mamatzinu because the, those seven nations are much worse, right? Those are the ones that we have to kill out, right? They're much more severe. So Amar Krok, he also has been, but look at the reason. The reason the Torah gave is because he'll turn your son away. So therefore, though I was called Messiah, since the reason in the Torah is about influence, so that applies to all Gaim, and therefore we assume the whole Pasuk, I'm talking about to all nations. Says the Gemara, that's Reb Shimon did. Kanich Reb Shimon Darish Taim the Reb Shimon does that. He expounds a law based upon the reason. How do they know Kedushin doesn't take effect with other nations of the world? Amar Kroos, we look at Asia's Fast Torah. Asia's Fast Torah is a non Jewish girl that you capture, that you take at war. The Torah says you kind of convert her, and then it says, Afterwards, you take her and have with her. And then the positive continues, She becomes to you as a wife. So after the 30 day waiting period and everything was fulfilled, the Torah says, Now she could become a wife to you. So we expound, Previously, not just was she offered to you, but she couldn't have Kedushin with you. So the fact that she only can gain Kedushin after the Geras process shows us there's no Tfisa Kedushin for a guy. Says the Gemara Ashkan to Asa Kedushin. I see there's no Tfisa's Kedushin for any nation. I also learned by the Shiva Umos that while there's no Tfisa Kedushin of Vlad the Kamosa. But how do I know Vlad the Kamosa Minolan on any nation of the world, how do I know that the Vlad is Misyachis to them? How do I know if a guy has been with a non Jewish girl from any nation besides the Shiva Umos that the Vlad is not Misyachis to them? Amar Kraki, Sienna a person has two wives, we all do low, and they have children. So we darsh in as follows. Wherever there was Tvisa's Kedushin, Karina Bavi Yodulot, then the kids are Misiachis them. But Kol Eicha, the low Karina Bakisiana. But wherever there couldn't have been Tvisa's Kedushin, like namely when you married a, a non Jewish girl, so there's no Tvisa's Kedushin, low Karina Bavi Yodulot, then it won't be considered that you have children. So we're making a trasha. The Torah is linking you having your children, your yichas to your children, with the ability of having Tvisa's Kedushin with one's wife. If there can't be Tvisa's Kedushin with such a woman because she was a non Jewish girl, then there's no, there's no yichas to them either. Either. Says the Gemara, Yiachi Shivchanami. Why didn't we dash in Shivcha like that as well? Earlier, Shivcha, what did we learn from now? We could have learned from here. Since there's no Tisa Kedushin for her, because she's Amadom Alachamar, so therefore the children are not going to be yours. Says the Gemara, Yiachanami. You're right. You could have said that by a Shivcha, the reason why we know Vlad the Kamosa is not from now, but rather from this new drasha that we're making. Only when there could be a Tisa Kedushin with this woman could the Vlad be Mesachas after the father. 
So the obvious question is, so what do we do with the Pasuk of each of them? What laws of teaching says the Gemara, look at the time. It's like it says in the Bride's Someone who says to a pregnant slave woman that he owns, he says to him, you're a free woman, and he frees her with a star, but you're, the future offspring that will be born is still my slave. So he's like retaining part of it. The Vlad will be free like the mother. Even though he tried to hold it back. No, it's free. What he said is fulfilled and only the mother is free. That's what the Pasuk is teaching. How do you see it from that Pasuk? How do you see it from the Pasuk? It's going on Rebisa Aglili. Whenever you own the slave woman, then you own her children. But if you free the slave woman, therefore she's not, she's not yours. So then automatically any child that she has as well cannot be, cannot be uh, Enslaved, even though you tried to hold it back and say, "I'm only freeing you, not 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 your offspring." I just want to clarify one point. If a person marries a chayvik krisis, what's the din? The kid's a mamzer. It's 100 percent misyaches him, though, right? Even a mamzer frees him from yibum and it's your kid. Even though we had a drasha that if the vlad of, from a non-Jewish girl or from a slave woman, the kid is not yours. And what was the drasha? Kisiena v'yaldo. Only when there's a kisiyan of Israel, though. It's not a general rule that any union that didn't have Tisus Kedushin, then the Vlas Namazachas you. It's specific to a type of woman that cannot have Tisus Kedushin. But whenever there was not Tisus Kedushin specific because there was an Ereva, we don't say that. The Nadra, the kid's 100% Mazachas, just he's a mom's So that's what comes out the rule.